Hello and welcome to the Hindus in Focus podcast. I'm Anand Krishnan with the Hindu in Chennai, your host for today. Tensions remain high on the India-China border, with standoffs reported at various points along the line of actual control, breaking the silence of India's political leadership on the continuing standoffs with China. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh said on May 30th the issues would be resolved through diplomatic dialogue and India's effort was to ensure that tensions did not rise further. What is the current situation along the line of actual control and what are the prospects of disengagement? Helping us answer these questions is Dinakar Perry, who writes for the Hindu on defence issues and is based in New Delhi. Thank you so much, Dinakar, for joining the podcast today. Thank you, Anand, for having me on this podcast. Dinakar, if we can begin with Rajnath Singh's statement. He did not directly respond, as you reported, whether Chinese troops had indeed crossed over into Indian territory. He said there were differing perceptions along the alignment of the LAC, due to which both sides were patrolling across the LAC to their lines of perception. So what do we make uh, of his statements and what were your takeaways from what the defense minister said? Uh, one, the, the two, two aspects here. One, the point is the government is officially acknowledging that there is an issue ongoing along the line of control, sort of actual control. And that that's negotiations are on to resolve it, which gives us to the subsequent question. So what exactly is that they are trying to resolve? See, as the defense minister mentioned, there is a difference in perception. So the patrols from each side cross across to the other side to assert their claims, leading for the because that's what will eventually, you know, for the eventual resolution of the boundary issue. While that happens, it's practice that whenever the patrols come come face to face, they just show banner drill, you know, they make a statement and they move back. They disengage. And in the past, as we have seen, when the patrols have not gone, they've come face to face, they have some objection to a road, some say some infrastructure, they sit there and then that's when the standoff happens. The face off leads to a standoff. And as we have seen, when it's a it's a recurring thing. It is keeps it kept happening to Shul Chamur and so many others. But these are all localized incidents. It was in one place where the standoff happened for a few weeks to I mean like you saw in Doklam 73 days. But then it was on a certain location, certain issue, and it was resolved. Uh, the, both sides went back to their status quo. And the patrolling resumed. This time it's different because it's the, the length of it is quite uh, long. You see from Pangongso, Galwan Nala, towards the Denchok DBO axis, and then even in Sikkim, Nakula. And when the minister says perception lines, it's correct. But then so far the government has not, or the army has not said anything of what the ground situation is, or what exactly is it. The issue is that they have to actually negotiate it. That's the moot question now. Right. Just to give our listeners a sense, the line of actual control, as Dinakar just said, runs all the way uh, from the western sector and Ladakh on the uh, on the India-China border uh, to the middle sector, to the eastern sector as well in Sikkim. And what is new about the current tensions is, as Dinakar just said, they haven't been localized to one particular area, but we know that there have been several uh, incidents reported both uh, in Ladakh and in Sikkim as well. 
we have very little information officially uh, on the record. We have the army chief who said on May 14th, there were incidents on May 5th and May 9th at the Pangong Lake in Ladakh and also in Nakula in Sikkim. But he also said that there had been disengagement at those two spots. So what do we know, Dhanakar, so far uh, about the incidents and where exactly they have taken place? Is it three spots? Is it four spots? Is there any clarity on that? See, officially, the army and the government maintain only two incidents, as you just mentioned. May 5th, the intervening night of May 5th and 6th at Penghongso, and May 9th in the in North Sikkim at Nakula. That the only, only two incidents which they said had occurred, and which, again, as the army chief and even the army earlier to that in the statement said, they have been resolved at the local level, which is the local military commanders. But then, as reports have said, and we have been following it closely, there, there are uh, continuing tensions in Penghongso as uh, the mountain spurs, which are referred to as the finger area. Finger India holds till finger four, but we claim till finger eight, while China claims till finger two and they keep patrolling. So the patrols keep happening. So and the 135 kilometer long lake, we have about one third China holds about two thirds of it. So the patrols keep going crossing across. So and at, at finger four is where is kind of some you know the standoff happening. China is doing some construction, having you know reinforced their numbers there, and as a counter, we have reinforced numbers on the other side. This is one major site of uh, tension right now. Then the other area is the Galvanala, which in fact traditionally has not been a friction point. So there again, within the general area, there again two two or three points where there is an ingress and some reinforcement of. Chinese numbers and also on their side of it. I mean, additional reserve troops are also there on the other side. That's one. And then just a little ahead again on Demchok. Demchok is again, which had seen uh, tension in the past. There is no standoff, but there are some reports which indicate a major buildup of troops as well as equipment and construction equipment on the Chinese side. But there is no clarity on further what has happened or what is happening right now. This is in the Ladakh region. Then if you just move across to Sikkim, Nakula, as we know, the incident ha had occurred. But again, there are some reports which suggest that's still not fully resolved. And so there's a bit of heightened alert. India had also moved additional reserves there for acclimatization and so on as, as a precaution. So that's where uh, the broader uh, standoff is beyond the, what the official, uh, what has been officially acknowledged. Right. So as Dhanakar says, so we... We know in the Ladakh sector, there are standoff situations in the Galwan Valley area, in Demchok, and also in Pangong Lake, while in, in the eastern sector in Sikkim, in Nakula as well. In your reporting, you mentioned that one possible reason for the standoff in Galwan Valley, which we should note has not been a place of discord in the past, unlike Pangong So, where we know there are differing LAC claims, we know patrols have been crossing each other. This is something new, which is why former officials that we have spoken to seemed a little bit concerned about what was happening in Galwan Valley area, which of course was also a site of conflict during the 1962 war. In your reporting, Dhanakar, you mentioned that this has been an area where India has been upgrading its roads, both uh, main roads as well as arteries as well. 
is that one reason that your sources are telling you that could have been a trigger for this standoff? That's one of the possible reasons which is uh, believed to be the reason because the DSDBO road is the, the 255 kilometer long road is a, a major access for us to for India to towards the DBO and the subsector north. And the Galvanala is the closest point from the LAC towards the axis. And in fact, India has been trying to build a uh, arterial road from the DBSDBO axis towards Galvanala to, to this part of the LAC. And in fact, last year, uh, the Defense Minister Rajnath Singh inaugurated a bridge there, the Colonel Chawang Rinchen Setu. It's a 430 meter bridge at an altitude of 14,650 feet built by the BRO in, in fact in a record time of 15 months and this is a important bridge which will connect the the Galvanala and that you know be, uh, free up uh, the infrastructural constraints for the army to move its troops and vehicles and, and this is believed to be something which could have triggered uh, concern on part of uh, China in this part in this area and not to forget DBO, we also have an airstrip there, which uh, IF has operationalized some time back, landing ground where uh, heavy airlifters of the Air Force, the C-130s, have been landing regularly, which also boosts the rapid deployment capability. So what do we know about the dialogues that are taking place? At what levels do they usually take place? Have they been ongoing? And in your assessment, what are the prospects of some kind of understanding being reached. Could you shed some light on what levels these talks usually take place at? Typically, when face-offs happen, there's a, as per the, the boundary mechanisms in place, the local commanders hold a flag meeting, then they try and resolve it. There are also designated border personal meeting points, BPMs as we call. There are five, then one more added, six BPM huts or points as, we, as they're referred to. Where these talks take place, they can, you know, apart from the hotlines, the physical talks where they meet and talk and try to resolve issues. So in this case, the these local commander level communications have been happening, as sources say, have been happening on, on, on a daily basis, more or less, at, at different levels. And apparently, we have been informed that by confirmed sources that the brigade commanders, the brigadier level officers have also spoken, and in at least one occasion. Even the major generals there, the division commander, even they have spoken. But they have not really managed to achieve any breakthrough. And there is a sense uh, in the military circles, uh, if you, uh, you know, uh, speak across that, given the length of the standoff, you know, the extent of it, the depth of it, unlike in the past, when including senior officers have said this. Hmm. Uh, they say they believe the, it's not for the now it, this has to be resolved at the diplomatic and the political level. They say it's not for the local military commanders to uh, they have prepared the ground for it. Our militaries are entrenched, they're sitting there, you know, they wait, it's a more of a wait and watch now. So there's a belief that now it has to be taken up at the highest levels and resolved before things get things, you know, may go out of hand. So far, and we have we know that. Not a bullet has been fired here in, in several decades in, you know, along the LAC, despite such incidents keep, which keep happening. But you know, the, as tensions flare up, that becomes a little more precarious. So, and officially, Rajnath Singh, Defense Minister, had said on Saturday, and even earlier, the MEA and the Army also have said that the dialogue is on both at the military and the diplomatic level. 
but we do not know at the diplomatic level what exactly is happening on it, what level is it you know, being pursued. There is no clarity on that as of now. While we have silence at the official level, there has been some information that has been coming out on social media. On Saturday night, a video surfaced purporting to show incidents at Pangong Lake, which appeared to be released from the Indian side. The following day, we had an image that was released, which appeared to be released by the Chinese side. Is this unusual, the social media war that we're seeing? And what exactly do we make of all of these images that's, that's being put out? Uh, I, social media war, as you mentioned, uh, as you referred to, is a, I think is a trend in recent times. If you see during the uh, Pulwama and Balakot airstrike, that was even before official information or anything came up, you know, it was flying all over uh, the social media from, you know, the Twitter warriors on both sides. And yesterday, the, the, the video and the image, in fact, the video was officially denied by the army. You know, they said uh, it's not authenticated and I'm just uh, quoting the army here. The contents of the video being circulated are, are not authenticated. Attempt to link it with the situation on the northern borders is malafide. Currently, no violence is happening, as the army said it. That said, we know, I mean, there have been in the past videos which have come up of, you know, scuffles, stone pelting and other, you know, that's uh, scuffles which have happened. And they keep happening. It is happened, but there's no authenticity as to that video is of this time or where exactly is it and so on and so forth. And similarly, the image which you referred to, again, it shows Indian soldiers and uh, injured and so on. But again, there is no clarity as to if, if it's real. If it's real, when is it about? Because such incidents might be local, local incidents might have happened earlier in the past. So we don't exactly know what the case. But just to flag on that note, on the night of May 5th and 6th, when the incident on uh, Pang also happened, scuffle, which was acknowledged by the army, there we know that a, a large number of soldiers were injured in that particular incident on both sides, as even the army chief referred to aggressive behavior on both sides. And we know about uh, about 70 odd Indian soldiers were injured and you know, they had to be, some of them had to be airlifted and so on. So that's what we know, but there's no corroboration on the video or the image. But yes, the, the this has moved on to the social media domain in the absence of official confirmation or information. Right, information still scarce. Clarity also something eluding us on the situation along the line of actual control. But thank you so much, Dinakar Perry, for joining us today and helping us make sense of what's happening. Thank you. Glad to be here.